So we open in Istanbul. Yeah. With some like stock music of like Middle Eastern music. Yeah. It was not very compelling. I was bored. Considering where we left off, which was Willow almost ended the world. Mm-hmm. And Tara is dead mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Like, I don't care about this woman. I'm sorry that she died. Me too. And but I felt like, the same way about the woman in the, the beginning of Beneath. Oh, I didn't. Oh, because she was such a clear run, Lola, run ripoff that I was so distracted by how oh. stupid that was <laughs> that I was like, no, show you don't get me. You don't oh. get to have this part. You don't get to steal a movie. Yeah. And just have the person. Like, I don't care. I have never seen Run, Lola, Run. Oh, it's that. It's that exact techno music. It's a woman running through halls. It's a woman with red hair who looks just like that. Yeah. It's really, they stole Run, Lola, Run. Cool. Good for them. It's so bad. And I'm trying to remember, too, if this entire season is like every, until like something until else we happens. Know why. It does it open? I think it does, right? Until it opens we, yeah, until with, we have a reason. Because I remember there being like a Chinese one or like some kind of Asian one where I was like not thrilled with the portrayal. I mean, so far, all of them are leaning on stereotypes. Like nothing is surprising or three dimensional, right? Because they're like, well, we've got th- thirty seconds to communicate that this person's in Istanbul. Well, and there's also a part of it like. I think the running and getting killed is like the least interesting. Like I'd rather have see her like, I don't know. Is she what what is her life? Uh, yeah. she works as a clerk. I'd rather see her be a clerk and then all of a sudden someone shows up and her run away. Mm-hmm. Like that's more interesting to me than just girl running, mm-hmm. girl falling, girl getting murdered. And the interesting thing is like I know that the show is telling us that it's important that these people are being killed by showing it to yes. us. But really, like, how is this different from, like, any other, like, violence against women around the world? Really, yeah. we're just seeing, like, a girl being chased and then killed in an alleyway. Yeah. So I'm just like, so far, I'm not seeing anything important about these people. I think they were killed by the same knife. The same curly knife? Yeah, same curly knife. <laughs> I think that's what we get. And it is very reminiscent of the opening of the Buffy movie. Mm. That opens uh, with, it says, the Dark Ages. Mm-hmm. And then it has Christy Swanson in another outfit with brown hair mm-hmm. fighting and dying. So it is yeah. like, it reminds me of that. It, I mean, it's hard to say totally independently because I've seen all the episodes. But like, it sort of reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that they depend on everyone having seen that movie. No. Yeah. Yeah. I just, especially this, the second one I have, it's such a ripoff. It's, su- it's like, and they don't even do a wink. It's just mm-hmm. like, what if we did the exact movie? It it seems like, hey, that looks cool. Let's do it. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, but it would be like if you did, if you're like, the Matrix is cool, and so then you just did slow-mo fights. I, um, it, I was uh, shooting a sketch, and I will not name it, but the director's direction was uh-huh. just be, uh, what the fuck is your name from Parks? The one who hates Aubrey everything. Plaza. Yeah. Who you also don't admire. I just, uh, people love to make the comparison. And so it's like. Um, but she, you don't aspire to to act like her. No. And the, so it was, it was, but they, they were like, just be her character in Parks. Yeah, and I April. was like, exactly. And that's like such an annoying, I'm like, damn, that's like pretty transparently like derivative. Like I yeah, would that wish is, that you yeah. cared more about your project. <laughs> well, or it just shows like the limits of your imagination. 
That's true. Like you wrote fanfic. Sure. Which, and honestly, I, I don't mean that as a slam against people who write fanfic. I think it's fanfic is a great like uh, training wheels to sure. creating original content. And os- honestly, I've read a lot of fanfic that like has become so much of its own world that it creates so much more than what is given in the yeah. universe and what's like canon. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read a lot of really amazing fanfic. Um, but yeah, it is a way to kind of be like, all right, let me like test out some ideas yeah. <laughs> on uh, some on these characters that I already love right. and know and that everyone else already loves and knows. Yes. Welcome to another episode of Hellmouth. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. I'm another of your co-hosts, Ryan Mogi. And today we are talking about the first two episodes of season seven, Lessons and Beneath You. You know, now that you've mentioned the <laughs> the second um, one being so run, Lola run, yeah. I just felt like a lot of these episodes were like a lot of these episodes, a lot of the things in this in uh, these two episodes just made me want the real thing. And I know that Sunny, the new Sunnydale High is the real thing, but it just made me like I was like, ugh, old Sunnydale was so much better. It does. It almost feels like uh, like Coke Zero or something. Mm, like it feels, a little less sweet. Yeah, it just feels <laughs> like it is sorta. Yeah. But it's not the same. It's not the real thing. Yeah. Um, And it's like, I don't know. It feels, I know that it's a new development. Yeah. But it feels like a place that used to be, this is going to be such a specific reference. Okay. Uh, Like Old Town Orange and was paved over with Irvine. Do you know what okay. I'm saying? Like, it's like a sterilized version. It's all yes. new and sterile. Which I don't think is accidental. I don't think no. we're supposed to have the affection for the new Sunnydale High. I almost wish it was called something else. Yeah. Like, uh, what was the name of the mayor? Wilkins Memorial. Yeah, it could be Wilkins High. That's so funny. Do you know what I mean? Like, so- yeah. or something. Like, I feel like if you... Yeah. I think that I almost would prefer a different name. Because calling it Sunnydale High feels... Yeah, it feels false. But it is. Yeah. But the show is not trying to pretend it's the same. No, they're not. In fact, like it kind of seems like everyone's like, "This is a new start. This is this new school," mm-hmm. um, and you know, and we're not going to have any of the problems of the old school. Buffy doesn't believe that. No second. one believes that. The person making that promise doesn't believe that. No one believes that. <laughs> <laughs> it's still over a hellmouth. <laughs> it, yeah, it's over a hellmouth. It immediately has zombies. Mm-hmm. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instantly. Like they cut the ribbon and it's like zombies. Um, I do like that Xander is like the most useful he's ever been. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's a carpool it. guy. He drives. He can find blueprints. Yeah. He is a builder guy. Yeah. He's like being part of the family in an mm-hmm. effective way, which I feel like he hadn't for a little while. You know, because yeah. he was so wrapped up in his Anya life. Like he, they almost make a little family. Yeah, I know. Are we supposed to like... Are we supposed to be shipping them? I don't know. I'm not shipping them quite, but I am almost like, it's convenient. Well, here's the thing. I like it as like a non-romantic shipping where I'm like, (laughs) oh, let's just have them be like... Like a sexless relationship? Yeah, sexless relationship where they're both free to pursue other people, but emotional support and family, core family, it's them. (laughs) I do like that. And it's only possible because Willow is gone. Because up until now, I think each of them would have said Willow is their best friend. Mm-hmm. And and Buffy's like part of their trio or mm-hmm. like Scoobies or like there'd be other words. But if you said, who is your best friend? Both 
Xander and Buffy would say Willow. Mm-hmm. And you take Willow out, and now they're each other's best friends. Yeah. Which is good for them. Yeah. Because their other best friend is went crazy. And so she is currently in England, slash probably somewhere in California. Yeah, it's very pretty. <laughs> it's very pretty. Not as green as England. So I was like, okay. We're, they yeah. weren't flying them over no, to England. No, no. I mean, sure. which, come on. I mean, good for them, saving money. <laughs> well, but making Anthony Sierra head fly all the way out here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the two of them are in the countryside. Uh Willow is plugged into the roots. Yeah, she's got it now. She Essentially, understands. she leveled up. Yeah. She used to be a person who like, what did he say? It's not addiction anymore. It's not a hobby anymore. It's part of who you are. Mm-hmm. You are now part of the world of magic. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing you do. It's a thing you are. Yeah. Which is, in some ways, kind of where she was always headed. Yeah. And is probably a more healthy place for her to be. Absolutely. And she like... So she understands that basically everything is connected and she's tuned into it and she's making a flower bloom. All the way from Paraguay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Anthony Stewart Head is like guiding her Have through we ever this. called him that? No. We always call him Giles. I know. I don't know why. What is happening? I don't know. Us? Something different. <laughs> Giles is now like guiding her through this magical journey. Yes. Um, And her her ponytails are really cute. It's cute, but it does look she looks like old school Willow. Like yeah, fourth season and before Willow. Mhm. Which is interesting because we haven't seen that Willow in a long time. Yeah. And I think we're also seeing and I think this is true of I don't know so much about Buffy, but uh Xander and Willow having gone through like it's taken some very bad things to happen to them and for mm-hmm. them to do for them to kind of find who, like who they are to the group. Yes. Um, and Willow is having to figure that out away from them, but is kind of figuring out, okay, like I am magic. I'm not using magic to help them. Yes. And Xander's kind of, I don't know. I think he feels better about not being so useless. <laughs> I think he feels better about not being, he's found a use for himself. Yeah. I think he's also like healing from the breakup and not necessarily forgiving himself, but like knowing that he has to move on in a way. Yeah. And I feel like there's a maturity to the way, I mean, he still kind of bickers with Anya, but like his, there's a maturity to the way he's handling that now. It's not just like, I was wrong and uh, now I'm going to hide and be sad. It's like, no, he's like, I made a mistake, mm-hmm. but here we are now. He's discovered mindfulness. Yes. He's like, I think he's, he's yeah. like evolved. Yeah. He's, um, he's, He's still a little loose with bringing up Buffy's traumas. Oh, my God. I th- <laughs> and I'm not that into that. I'm not into that. I mean, if you cut Spike out of these two episodes, I think I maybe like them. It's very hard yeah. to cut him out because he keeps like... He keeps showing up. He keeps showing up. But like, I don't mind like the storyline of of Anya's not evil enough. I like that. That's I like fine. that a lot. She has cute brown hair now. Yeah. And so she tries to be e- too evil and then... It backfires. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm into it. Yeah. Um, I like Dawn making friends. Oh yeah, Dawn. I, I wrote that down. I was like, oh, they're giving Dawn friends finally. Mm-hmm. So she's got her she's two friends. Them. Though it's weird that they're acting like she just. Can you explain high school to me? Here's what I don't understand. How come <laughs> they don't know each other? Nobody knows anybody. Well, I mean, maybe it's because of theater schools. Yeah. Okay, but are we really supposed to think she was in middle school before? Yeah, I think so. Weird. So how was she, how did she know all of those football players and how did they know her? Um, you don't call them, like. So maybe it was like, okay, 
Ew. Yeah. So what we used to have was like, because um, I remember this happening where it's like mm, when we were in eighth grade, uh-huh. I remember people knowing high schoolers because our high school was right across the street. Okay. So like you could take classes at the high school mm-hmm. and then so you would kind of know them through that. Or it would be like when you were in sixth grade, you knew these eighth graders. Then you just like remembered them. And sure. then, is, but, but these guys were not sophomores. No, they were like seniors. They were like seniors. That's disgusting. And, but it wasn't played as gr- like it was. I don't know. I think that they, she was in ninth grade last year. And yeah, they're just being, or the school is supposed to be 10th through 12th now. Cause at one point they said three years for the next three years. Yeah. So it's, that's what they did. But that is you changing what Sunnydale High was. Because mm-hmm. it had freshmen in it mm-hmm. when Buffy went there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Here, <laughs> so. here we go. Here we go. Okay. So the school has been destroyed for like a year, right? So maybe they were like, let's take the freshmen and because they had to do something with all the students who were left. So like yeah. after Buffy burns down the school, mm-hmm. they have to take the rising sophomores, juniors, and seniors. They mm-hmm. take them, spread them all over the county. Yeah. Then they take the rising freshmen and smush them into the middle school. Yeah. And then they're like, well, we just got to keep how the middle school is now. So. (laughs) (laughs) And then maybe they they just made it a junior high and took the sixth graders and took an elementary school. Sure. Still. Otherwise, that's a crowded middle school. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sixth graders and ninth graders should not be in the same building. That's horrifying. You're with. Okay. So you are like 14. No. And there's like. A 10-year-old? kids. I I personally am a believer I didn't go to this kind of school. I do feel like there's a big difference between, like, freshman age and sophomore age. Mm. So I feel like 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 is better. Mm, I didn't go to that. I ran a world. Yeah, me neither. But I think that makes Mm. more sense. And also it gives sixth graders, like, it gives you a little bit more cushion to start to go through puberty without being stuck with people who are done going through puberty. Yeah. And then 7, 8, 9, then 10, 11, 12. I just think it's better. I think it's yeah. better for sports. I think it's better for emotional and mental development. Yeah. Not as crowded schools. True. Um, so that's what Sunnydale High is, we think. Probably. Because they do say the next three years. Yeah. And I, I noted that and I was like, huh? Well, okay. Maybe she's, you know what? I think she was a freshman and now she's a sophomore, sophomore at there. So like she was at a different school. Yeah. Okay, and that's then, why they have to do introductions then for don't everybody. don't make it such a huge deal. Yeah. First day of high school, if someone said that to me my sophomore year, even if I transferred and people like, first day of high, I would be like, it's not my first day of high school. <laughs> I did a whole year of high school. <laughs> Thanks, sis. Yeah. I guess, yeah, you know what? That must have been what it was. So they must, I think sh- there are freshmen at that school. She's yeah. a sophomore. And she and- had to introduce herself. Oh my God. Also, her introduction was so long. It's chewing the scenery. I would have been like, enough. I would have been like, I'm Ryan. Talk to me if you want to know more. Uh, <laughs> I would have been like, hi, I'm Ryan. Um, I play whatever sports I would say. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on the field hockey team. I love to read. I maybe I would have said that. I don't know what I would have said. It depends on what class it was in. I probably would have made a joke based on something someone else said. Me too. And then sat down. Not like mocking them, but like I would have like done a bit. Yeah, you'd like build Or a callback. Mm-hmm. I used to do callbacks all the time. And I think it was I wasn't that good at them, but that would just go over. <laughs> like a lead balloon. And then people were like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm referencing the thing that just happened like before. Uh-huh. And they'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, back to the drawing board. <laughs> I'm going to workshop this for a yeah, second. I'll come back. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, 
Yeah, but hers is very like cutesy and jokey. She trashes Britney Spears, okay, which like which, why? why? And come on, Don, you were so full of shit. You so full liked of shit. Hit Me Baby one more time. You of did. Of course you did. Everybody did. Well, Everybody liked that yeah. song. Some you didn't people, like it? I, I was already too cool, but uh, now I like it. I'm yeah. older than you though. True. You, like if I was tw- if I was Don's age, yeah. Then yeah. I remember eating that shit up. Yeah, but I wasn't that. But young. I was young. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I never listened to like In Sync, unironically. Oh, I did. Yeah, I liked New Kids on the Block when I was really little, mm. and then yeah, by the time I was like, but honestly, I also was like, n- I probably starting at age, starting in fifth grade, I was like, I'm not, I don't listen to pop music. Oh, cool. Not really, but that was my. I was like, like I listen. To, your- I'm like, I have like really eclectic music taste, but like I don't really listen to like straight pop. Oh my god, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so I was the worst. Um, but I mean, I did know about TRL. Yeah. Like I could have told you who was the top five videos. Yeah. Like I wasn't that unplugged. Yeah. I like didn't listen to pop music. Mm. Anya's shirts and collars are great. Yeah, she looks great. In these she just looks great. She mm-hmm. she knows her style. She had a wonderful summer. She had a wonderful summer. I think she like it's a nice new fall look for her brown mm-hmm. hair. I love it. Yes. Um, I loved the. It was sad for Anya. Uh, the uh conversation between her and Hallie at the oh coffee my God. shop when Hallie's basically like, "You're not bad enough," mm-hmm. and she's like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "You haven't killed anybody or maimed anybody." Yeah, it's your job. And then she's like, "Well." what is this, an intervention? Shouldn't all my demon friends be here? And Hallie's like, oh, they are. It's just her. So mean. But she's a demon. But it's also true. Like, she doesn't have any other friends, really. Yeah. Well, how do you, how would she have, she she definitely did that thing of, like, getting in a relationship and not talking to her friends. Yeah. And I mean, part of it is that she was no longer a demon and evil. Sure, but you can still talk to your old friends. And that's the but thing. But you can't get mad when they are gone. Like, that's what happens when you... And when you, like, sequester yourself from those relationships, those relationships die. Yeah. They're not, like, on pause until you come back. Yeah. And, like, and the thing is, too, like, when someone first starts dating someone, I give them, like, a three-month grace oh, period. 100%. Where I'm like, I get it. You guys are so in love. Yeah, bye, yeah, bye, yeah. bye. Enjoy it. But, I mean, this was, like. This was, like, four years. Yeah. It was a long time. <laughs> and it's, like, and I feel like probably at the beginning, it was a lot of complaining about not being a demon anymore. And you're like, Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then you start hearing this name Xander all the time and you're just like, uh-huh. And you're and the whole time, which I know Hallie was feeling, was like, uh, okay, Miss Vengeance. Like <laughs> And also to just be like, I'm sure this guy is like a dope. And then that he is. And then he is. He leaves her at the altar. Oh, he's such a dope. He's such a dope. <laughs> oh, um So also Buffy wears low low pants. Okay. Like she better not bend over or crouch or anything. Or like just she needs to keep her torso completely straight up because any kind of movement anywhere is going to show And there's no something. belt. There's no belt. And I remember those pants because that was a look. Mm-hmm. It was these polyester dress pants with instead of like a button or something showing, it was a flap. Yes. And then it was like the hooks on the inside were, that would hook. Yeah. They were almost like a menswear pant. Yeah. They're like a but dress like, pant. No one would make a man wear a pant like that. No. Because it's ridiculous. It's and it's like the baggy legs, but mm-hmm. tight around the hips and butt because it has to be right. Because otherwise like they'll a fall down. Shrunken top. 
Yes. So it looks like you took your vest and you washed it with hot water. Yeah. Because it doesn't fit you well on top. No. And that those pants, like, don't really look good on anyone. Because it's like, it yeah. looks like it's about to fall off. That's what it looks like. I think so. I think we also are like, we're in a time of high-waisted pants right now. That's so, true. So, like, style has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think it looks any worse or better than low-waisted jeans. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just all about low-waisted. Yes, I remember being obsessed with, like, how how small could your fly be? Two-inch mm-hmm. fly, Frankie B's. Those were, like, oh, huge. Yeah, but also insane. They're insane. They're so What are you gross. doing with your life? So gross. I feel like they're the kind of thing, like, you can pose in them. Sure, you can you can, you can do red carpet. Great. But if you have to like walk, sit, climb. Well, I remember like wearing pants like that. I didn't quite have I didn't have Frankie B's cuz my mom refused to buy them for me. Mm-hmm. But I remember like the method of like pulling them up while you were sitting where you yeah. had to like like basically do a like reverse plank and like yeah. yank up the pants. And I remember yanking on the belt loops so much that they would come yeah. off of the pant, like, instantly. Because it's like you're constantly yanking those pants up. <laughs> or you're having plumber's crack. Yeah. Or whale tail or whatever. Like, it was a dark time for everyone. hmm And I'm glad we're done with it. Me too. I, and I think I'm going to commit, even when styles go back. I, I'm too old to care. Well, I... I'm not going to ever wear low, low pants again. I don't care what happens. Yeah. I mean, and we know it's going to come back around. Yeah. We know it will. It will. But I'll go mid. Sure. I'll go below the belly button. Sure. I'm not going. I'm not going to hip bone. I'll go to dresses. Great. That's a great way to avoid <laughs> it. Just no pants. Dresses and skirts, which is kind of what I did then. Yeah. Um, well, not in high school, but later. I was just like, you know what? Here's the thing. Dresses. I'm saying this now. You think you'll do it. Who knows? Who yeah. knows where I'll be? You do like trends. I like trends. And I don't know, but there are certain trends that I don't, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I do draw the line. <laughs> okay. So I wonder how I'll be feeling then. I also am totally, like, aware that, like, my tastes and, I don't know, I'm always changing. So who knows? I might, I might do it. Mm. I don't know about two inch. I would say, like, I could see myself below the belly button, like. But I'm also not a crop top person. Like, I don't see myself ever wearing a crop top. Crop top. I don't think I've worn a crop top. I mean, I wear things that are shaped like a crop top, but I wouldn't wear them with a low... Like, what Buffy wore in the whole first episode, I... No. Yeah. I don't see myself unless someone's paying me. I'm not going to See, wear the thing outfit. is, her shirt, if she was wearing pants that are popular now, would have been not showing anything. Oh, yeah. I didn't mind the shirt. It's the shirt pants With combo those pants. With, like... I guess that's what it is, too, is, like, showing off that part of your belly. It's, like, fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not... It's not like you, sh- a person shouldn't. It's just, I don't think in my adult life, mm-hmm. I will go around doing that. Yeah. Ever. Like, I'm a grown up now. Yeah. It reminds me just so much of high school because that's what everybody mm-hmm. was fucking wearing. It was those really low with like, um, uh, like a ribbed tank top that's like short. Yep. Like, it's barely touching your belly button. And mm-hmm. then it's like so a vast expanse. Of, yeah. of lower tummy showing because it's uh-huh. like it's so it's long it's yeah. a long way it's yeah there's a big distance <laughs> like i remember when shirts started getting long and i was like this is a revolution oh yeah i remember like loving a long shirt yeah i mean now they've gone sh- a little shorter mm-hmm. which is fine 
I hope mm-hmm. they don't never get as short as they once were. Mm. But like, it was exciting. Yeah. When tank tops started to get long. Yeah. I was like, oh, this goes to my hip bones. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes like even below your butt, some of them were like, some of them were long. Yeah. Some of them were made for scrunching. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you stretch that out, you look, you were doing a lot of look. It's a lot of shirt. <laughs> it's a lot of shirt. And then tunics came in. Then that was a different. Whole that's thing. a different. That's a different feel. <laughs> Tunics should not be skin tight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> then they're like sheer and like that's horrible. Never wear a skin tight tunic. Uh, how mouthy stance? Uh, <laughs> we're against stance. Skin, skin tight, tight tunic. Because now I'm just picturing like <laughs> sexy monks, like monks oh. wearing like tight robes. <laughs> Ooh, I kind of like <laughs> it. All right, maybe I'm. You look like a little snake. <laughs> Do you remember the poncho thing? There was like one calendar yeah. year. Well, all of a sudden, everyone was wearing ponchos all the time. <laughs> we had a punch cop apocalypse. It was everywhere. Yeah, they were all over. It was like no one wore things with regular sleeves. No. Oh, and then like the caterpillar sleeves. Oh, geez. That was like, you looked great. If you're wearing <laughs> a caterpillar sleeve. Did I ever tell you I made like a really heavy knit poncho? You did? I did. It was like, it was made huge, like chunky wool yeah. and a big turtleneck. It is like, it's like wearing a hug from a polar bear. Yeah. Here's the problem. I live in California. Yeah. When I lived in Missouri, I would get to wear it like once a calendar year. Yeah. Because it would have to be so hot. I'm so cold. And you would need to be in a situation where it wasn't like snowing. Mm-hmm. And you didn't care about a draft coming in from below because mm-hmm. it's still a poncho. So like you would really just get like one wear out of it. Yeah. Or maybe like a week where you could wear it. California, I literally never get to wear it. No, There's you can't. no, it doesn't get cold enough. Like I can, I, where am I? What am I supposed to do? You have to Even go. The movie theater is not cold enough. You have to go to the desert in winter at midnight. <laughs> then you can wear it. <laughs> Meet me in the desert at midnight <laughs> in January. In January, I'm gonna. I'll be the one in the poncho. <laughs> oh, and I didn't also share that it has eyelash yarn. Do you know what that is? The f- the, like, like with like uh, fringy fluffy. Yes. So it has it's navy blue, and then it has like a teal line of eyelash yarn mm-hmm. and a um a white line of eyelash yarn. It's cute. oh, that sounds cute. It's cute. It's just it's so hot. hot. Like I can't even try it on without. <laughs> um. So in lessons, yeah. Buffy goes to the school, sees a ghost zombie. Now, okay, here's my question. Who summoned the... We don't know. Just someone with a talisman. There's there's suspects, but we don't know. Somebody put a talisman. Right. Somebody put a talisman out. Could be any of the students. Okay. Could be that thing that appeared to Spike. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is a very good ending to the episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Or it could be the principal's acting squirrely as hell. He is. He knows something's up with Buffy. Mm-hmm. And he gives her a job that is sounds like a not real job. Also, is it a job? Yeah. When he was like, "I'm giving going to pay you in in cash that doesn't fold." Does that mean he's paying her in coins? I think because <laughs> I was like, "What does?" And then I was like, "Maybe he means coins." And I was like, "Is he literally going to pay her less than a dollar?" Maybe he just cash that doesn't fold. Because that's for what some he reason. Said. It's not, like for some, I can't tell you how that translates, but like for some reason. To me, that reads as under the table, but I don't know why oh. it wouldn't fold. <laughs> but he was like, I, I remember about the pay. 
because she doesn't care if it's under the table or over the table. Maybe he think he maybe he's just saying it's like not very much. Maybe he's just he's exaggerating. He's exaggerating. He's, he's not like, actually going to give her throw coins. you coins. Maybe he's paying her in Sacagawea coins. So it's <laughs> like <laughs> 15. Yeah, $15. Um, a day. Horrible. A day. Horrible. Well, better than double meat, probably. That's true. And she gets, she seems more flexible with her hours. Yeah. She's like, I can do whatever. Um, yeah. So he gives her a fake job. So he is, he's handsome. He's handsome. He uh, is like principal low, wood. Yes. Low energy, charming. He's not oh, like a wood, gr- like a steak. Ah. <laughs> I wonder if that was, if someone in that right so I was like, he. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is like, is like kind of awkward and weird, which we like. Yeah. No, we're definitely supposed to be noting him. Yeah. Be intrigued. Yeah. He is very different from the two principals we had before. He's no flutie. No. <laughs> Yikes. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Um, or Snyder. R.I.P. Uh, R.I. Flames. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Snyder was mean. Yeah, he was nice. Um, But yeah, like. So we've got the a couple of new players. Yes. Notably Wood. And yeah. then also like whatever is appearing to Spike. Yes. And then even, because right now we really don't know anything, like even these two new friends of Dawn, like we don't know anything yeah. about them. Like, but you're right. We just kind of, the episode just kind of ends. Also, it's a little <laughs> bit of a deus ex machina of, <laughs> of Spike just being there and be like, oh, it's a talisman. I guess we're supposed to assume that, like, the spirits told him or whatever those things are. Yeah. But even so, it's still, like, spirits told him. Isn't that convenient that mm-hmm. he... And he happens to be in the basement of the Sunnydale Library? I mean, Sunnydale School? Why is he at Sunnydale High? Sunnydale High has no meaning to him. Okay. So here's what I think. Okay. <laughs> uh, although it doesn't quite... Whatever. We'll see if it works. We'll see if we can make it work. Uh, so he has come back, right? And he, he's come back to Sunnydale and he is kind of cuckoo. Because uh, uh-huh. he and kind of he's lost it. He's lost it. Um, and he has moments of lucidity, but mostly is being haunted by a variety of things. Yeah, we, we're not quite sure why, fully why. Right. But he also is like dealing with guilt and all that stuff yeah. that happens when a vampire gets reinsold. Yes. So he's in a vulnerable state. I think that the Hellmouth is calling him, but then why oh, the yeah. basement and not. Because it's closer to the mouth, I guess. Because the principal's office is right right above it. So okay. well, okay, maybe the basement is it's like, right below the principal. Okay, good call. He's just he's called to the Hellmouth, right? That makes so that's why sense. he's just like, you yeah, know, yeah, floating yeah. around there. I like it. Great. Um, Buffy is not happy to see him. No, <laughs> and rightfully so. I don't. I don't know if I. I wish. I wish we didn't have to deal with this. Here's my issue. <laughs> I wish we didn't ever have to talk about him trying to rape her again. I wish we didn't have to talk about them and an ongoing relationship. I don't I don't want to talk about this. I know we have to because it's yeah. what happens on the show. But I just. Yeah. Well, the thing that bugs me is that like, because now I'm like, what is this episode saying? Like. Lessons? That, yeah. Because here's the thing. He goes. So he tries to rape her. He goes away. And we all know that this show tackles real life stuff through the lens of genre. Right. So he tries to rape her while he's evil, goes away and is reinsold, then comes back. And then we're supposed to feel sorry for him because he's gone crazy. Yes. But I'm like, I. so are you saying that like 
if someone tries to rape you and then goes away and gets like therapy, you're supposed to like feel bad for what they went through? I guess. I again, I and mean, we talked about this last season, but like it's it's trying I don't want the st- I don't care about the story of Spike in the wake of this situation. Yeah. I want the story of Buffy in the wake of this situation. And the thing that makes it tricky is like the thing that like bring like that on its side is that like yes, he was he had no soul and now he has a soul. And so like this new character mm-hmm. is someone we haven't seen before. Maybe we'd only seen glimpses. I mean, we it's a mix of like William Sure. And in and seasons him. one and two, we very much, the show very much said soulless versus with soul are two different mm-hmm. people. And the show has not held responsible, like Angel has not been held responsible for things Angelus did. Right. At least by Buffy. Right. But then here the whole line gets great because Spike feels bad as a an evil demon and goes to get his soul back. Right. So then what is that saying? Like, I feel like the rules are not clear here Mm -hmm. because at first it was right. Like, it's like when you're Angelus, because that's the thing, like we didn't hold Angel responsible for the things Angelus did. No. Because they were so separate because when Angel comes back, he's like, I was stuck in there seeing. Yes. This is still Spike. Yeah. And it's not like, oh my God, I was trapped in there seeing all the things that Spike did. Well, we don't know because he's insane. That's true. He hasn't really been lucid enough to talk about <laughs> well, his, okay, his journey. Except for three quarters of Beneath You, which mm-hmm. I had forgotten. Like, I remembered the end of Beneath You, mm-hmm. but I had forgotten in the middle. He's just a dick. Yeah. What the? What is that? I don't I think he, well. He all of a sudden is completely lucid. Well, he has these moments of lucidity. They're not, mo- he's, it's not moments. He's, he's with Buffy. He goes on a stakeout mm-hmm. with Buffy. He talks to Buffy. He goes to the bar. He fights Anya. That's not moments. Yeah. That's like an hour of their life. Like yeah. he's, and he's not, he's not even old Spike. He's like no, some he's... new, even, because even like the Spike that we meet in school hard, I don't think would be this much of a jerk. Yeah. I mean, he, wait, what part are you talking about him being a jerk? When um, he fights Anya? Uh, when he hits Anya. Yeah. When he is dismissive, he's pretty dismissive and has no regret about what he did to Buffy. Oh, yeah. His treatment of Buffy throughout. Yeah. The way he talks <clears throat> to her. Um, yeah, like all of it. Yeah. Like he's he's just an asshole. It's weird, like, because I guess the show is trying to tell us that it's like a coping mechanism because he, like, I understand why he freaked. I mean, I understand why I don't empathize. Like, but yeah. I understand why he, like, basically punches Anya because she's going to reveal that he has a soul but it's unclear why he doesn't want anyone to know that yet. Yeah, I guess if I feel like at the end, uh, at the scenes we have with him in Lessons and the scenes that we have with him in at the end of Beneath You, there's a it, there, it is not a straight line between those scenes to the guy in blue shirt. Well, like guy in blue shirt feels like a, a life model decoy, like from Marvel. Well, it doesn't feel like the same person. So I think we learn why he... Is so yeah, that's why calm. I'm bringing it up. Yeah. I'm bringing it up as a thing. Yeah. I'm th- noting it. Think, right? I mean, we should. If not, it's a plot <laughs> hole. If not, huh? <laughs> if it's a plot hole? No, no, no. I just mean if, no, I'm just saying oh. if not, I'm like. <laughs> I thought you were like. No, like repeating it. you. And yeah. You, no. Yeah. Because if not, it's like, hello. Right. 
So the show is both trying to get me to care about a mystery with Spike. Yeah. And to, like, I just, I don't know. I don't want the show to forget it. I'm not going to forget it. I just don't. Yeah. I would, I, I need, well, I mean, well, I think that the way things end up being with Spike in the long future on Buffy. Yeah. Not counting the comics because I haven't read them. Yeah. Um, I feel okay about that. And I guess I don't mind him going insane. I wouldn't yeah. mind if 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 he uh attacks our main character, goes off to get a soul, and then what happens is he goes insane, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to also have to care about him in a tight blue shirt. And loose jokes, pants. And loose pants making jokes and punching other characters. Yeah. Other female characters. And no. Yeah. I'm not interested. I'll I'll take him burning himself on a cross. Yeah. I'm all into his self-flagellation and being insane. Yeah. I just don't really care for him being mean to our characters and punching Anya. Yeah. That's uncalled for. Yeah. Run away. Yeah. Run away. And put your hand over her mouth. <laughs> That's what I was kind of <laughs> thinking. Just like put your hand over her mouth and don't let her talk. I mean, you just punched Anya. Yeah. I mean, she is a demon and can take it, but <laughs> I the actually, last time he was here, he tried to rape one of our female yeah. characters, and now he's come back and punched, punched another a woman. female yeah. face. I know, which I, is why when Anya was like, "I'm going to kick your ass," and had demon face, I was like, "Yeah, do it." Yeah, and I wish she had. I like, wish she had. had. Yeah, she didn't because Buffy was. Everyone she, pulled everyone away. Yeah, it was fine. I did laugh. So, so basically, uh, Anya, like the like B plot, I guess. Anya has, well, I don't know what the, there are so many things happening that I'm not yeah, sure. I feel them. like the A plot theoretically is the worm. Okay. Well, so then in the A plot, <laughs> even though it is the least interesting and it's the thing that doesn't get a lot of time, but I think yeah. the worm is supposed to be the, okay. Cause that's like the girl of the week yeah. and like the, the, the metaphor. Yeah. So we learn that, so there's this woman who's like walking her dog and her dog, which first of all, she doesn't seem to feel bad at all about the dog. Well, I don't know if your dog gets eaten, but you almost get eaten. I guess you're very upset about yourself. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> well, um, and she's finding out the demons exist. That's There's true. A There's a on. lot happening with and her. A cu- for a while, they're pretending like the dog could have survived. So maybe she's also I mean, she's like, holding out. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, that dog, that Yorkie <sighs> is done. Is it's done. Ate up. So she's walking this little Yorkie. Yorkie gets eaten by this thing under the ground. It's this huge worm with a million teeth. It's yeah, it's tremors. But it doesn't seem to want to eat her. It's just around. It wants to be around her. Because it's it coming to her. Comes we to her. Yeah, but it doesn't try to. eat It her. doesn't try to eat her. So turns out. Well, and then Xander has like a brief flirtation with her because oh, it's a it's all it's all episode. episode. <laughs> He's whole trying. Episode. She dro- she drops the flirtation at a certain point. Well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she at first is like, "Oh, he's cute. I'll flirt." Yeah, and I liked her just fine. Yeah, she's fine. And and at the very beginning of the episode, he they kind of talk about like he should try to date again because mm-hmm. it's been a while and he likes to date. Yeah, so cool. This girl just falls into their laps. Great. So then she like they're all trying to figure out this mystery of like why this worm. Xander realizes. Wait, you said you wish. Uh oh, I know someone Uh-oh, in town. Yeah. So turns out Anya turned him into a death worm. Yep. And. So, but the thing that I liked here was that Xander kind of cooled it on the scolding. Yes. And then when Anya does just reverse the spell, he's like, you know, you did the right thing. Yeah. Which I liked that they were able to interact without so much bitterness. Yes. 
So that was a marked step for both of them. Yeah, I think they're growing. And I loved too, because normally I am all 100% team Anya, team Anya, team yes. Anya with this whole thing. But when she was like still saying like, you ruined my life by leaving me at the altar. And yeah. when he said like, that can only go so far. Yeah. That's true. Yep. And you can see her realize that it's true. And so I liked that too. I liked that, like that they're both growing and can help each other without because together they cannot help each other. Right. Well, and it's also him being like, I'm not going to engage in this. Yes. With you. Like, I liked that. Which that's where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I feel like I need to say, because I've talked so much shit on Spike, I think James Marsters is amazing in these episodes. He's He's fantastic. fantastic. So, and all of my complaints are both uh, are like in show character complaints and like writer complaints of I don't really care about him because I care more about the people who didn't try to hurt Buffy. Mm -hmm. But his performance is fantastic. He's amazing. He's so good because he he so sells every he. This, these are such demanding episodes for yes. him because he has to come off cool and collected self-doubtful mm -hmm. um crazy yeah minorly crazy medium crazy super crazy super crazy scared scared uh uh embarrassed uh angry uh like he has to do like Desperate. this whole thing and you yeah. believe every second of yes. it and maybe that's part of why i hate the whole blue shirt segment yeah. because it's so believable and i'm just like because he's being so cold and so like if I don't know. And I guess that it's also like the real world analog. Like if a friend of mine's ex-boyfriend who was a monster to her mm -hmm. came, showed up mm -hmm. after months and was just a dick, mm -hmm. go away. And like, that's, yeah. We don't need you around. But I like that it isn't successful for him. And I think that like is a sad lesson for him to have to yeah. learn, but is an important lesson. Like when he, is this at the end of Beneath? Where he's, like on the cross. That's the anime. Okay. So when he's saying like, I did all the things I was supposed to do. Yeah. I, I do like that. This is a little bit of a spearing of like toxic, toxic masculinity. Yeah. And like that we're seeing this character completely lose it because that narrative didn't work for him. Yeah. And, um, I, I'm not crying like Buffy is watching him and feeling I bad for I him. I the first time I saw it. Cause I did. Cause it's, it's like so upsetting. Yeah. Cause he is, he's beyond, and I cry when Buffy cries usually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but that's the time when he's like taking off his pants to service her. Like that. Yeah. Whole, I just rub my eyes and I have eyeliner on. Um, <laughs> but like that whole section, it's just, yeah, it's a really good performance. Yeah. He's amazing throughout the whole thing. Um, I did. Did you, when we first see him, he has Justin Timberlake hair. Yes. It's very long. I noted it. It's long and permy. Long. Is his hair naturally permy? I don't know. We haven't seen his hair natural because he's always slicking it back with something. Yeah. But it's permy. It's permy. I think when he when we see him like back in time, it's and it's really long, it's yeah. like curly. It's curly. It's curly and brown. But it's not as tight. But sometimes when you have that kind of hair and it's short, it gets tighter. Right. Cause the weight of it will yeah. weight like pull it out. Yes. Um, um but I, you know, I did not like how loose his pants were. I was very upset by that. I wanted tighter pants. I don't know. I was enjoying the blue shirt. It was fine. I, he he filled it out. Looked great. Yeah. He looked like when he, okay, I know that he is a bad guy, but when he walks in and he's like fresh boy 
and he's wearing his blue top and they don't show how loose his pants are because mm-hmm. it's the below yeah. the knees action that I'm like, oh, stop yeah, too it. too much. They're flare pants. It's horrible. So, uh, but when he, it's like just waist up. Yeah. I was like, he looks good. He does. Look James good. Mercer's looks good. I know. I just wish seeing red had not happened. That's what I wish too. Like I just <laughs> wish honestly that he had like done some other act of violence towards someone else. And Buffy yeah. was like, you know what? You're evil. I'm never yeah. going to like you, blah, blah, blah. And then he went and did that. Like, it 100%. did not have to be an attempted rape. And that yeah. drives me fucking oh, nuts. I wish we could pretend it didn't happen, but we can't. We can't. We can't. I think I sort of, not sort of do, but I think I do real cognitive dissonance when I watch these episodes. Yeah. Whereas now I can't because we have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I can't just like pretend. Yeah. Because I really hate it. Um, <laughs> it really makes me mad. I really hate it. Um, can we talk about the end of Lessons? Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, so it's, this is when Spike is in the mm-hmm. basement. Spike's in the basement and someone is talking to him and it's Warren. And you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then it's Glory is next. Glory. And then it's Adam, and you're like, oh fucking A, whatever, yeah. Adam. And then, and then it's the mayor, mm-hmm. and then it's Drew, mm-hmm. and then it's the master. It's all the big bads. All the big bads, and they're talking about how things are all building to this. Mm-hmm. And it was great to oh. see, like, once you see three of them, you're you like, know what's happening. Oh, it's the big bads. I am so yes. excited. I love this. Yeah. Well, it's for me, it's like you get to glory, and you're like, uh-huh. And then you're like, oh, gotta get through Adam. Yeah, okay. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then the mayor, and you're like, yay! <laughs> and, I, and they each kind of get to talk in their own voice, too. Yeah. Like, they each, it's written such that they are speaking through that, like, the that voice of that character. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. And it really makes you feel like, okay, being at Sunnydale High again is worth it. This mm-hmm. is a season. It's gonna tie everything together. Mm-hmm. Or it's gonna, it all was building to this. Yeah. Which is really exciting. Um, we don't get a lot of follow up on that in the second episode, but we do that's not. fine. Or maybe we do, and we just don't know it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we. But that is like a great way to start a season, I think. Yes, because it teases just enough. Because I think the things that have sometimes it's taken a little while for us to identify or to even start caring about the yeah. big bad. But here we're like, oh, what is this? Yes. And the only person who's seen this thing is a crazy person. So, like, is yes. it even real? Yeah. What is the, oh, what's the nature of this thing? Ah! I love it. Yeah. It's so much more compelling than girls running and getting killed. That's so boring. It's so boring and, like, done. We've seen it. Yeah. Snooze. And maybe it's also, like, a time thing because we live in a time, and we're even post the glut of it, but, like, there's been so many CSIs and so many law and orders. Yes. And so many NCIS. We've seen the opening of a woman get killed like mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing shocking. Like the only thing shocking would be if she didn't die. Yeah. Which is the first episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Like, but like the the idea of like an un, a woman you don't know and all that. Right. Like a cold open where the woman doesn't die is subversive. A cold mm-hmm. open where a young woman dies. Yeah. Cares? It's news. It's news. Eh. And, and these women don't do anything interesting. No, they just, they just run fast. They like run fast. We, they can slightly parkour. They can parkour a little bit. Like, that would be cool if they, like, parkoured amazingly. If they did, like, really cool stunts. 
Yeah. I mean, there would be a lot of question marks in my head, but I would be enjoying myself I'd be watching intrigued. it. I'd be intrigued. I'd be like, who are these girls? These parkour girls. They can, have they been watching YouTube? <laughs> YouTube <laughs> tutorials on parkour. <laughs> oh my God, I would watch those all day long. And should we learn how to parkour? Yes. I will hurt all my limbs, but I'm in. Do you remember when um, I almost passed out at that park near where we record? <laughs> it, right next to. Yeah. Guys uh, learning to parkour. Men learning to parkour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We won't do it that way. We will hydrate. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. That was so bad. Was that because we had eaten? No. So we... Why were we Had so... drank the night before. Oh, that was right. And we were hungover. And it was hot out. And we had... walked to a park in the sun. Yeah, it was not good. And then sat there. And then I, like, started getting those, yeah. like, dots. And I was like, oh, I'm going to pass out. Let's sit next to these men <laughs> parkouring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then we had to come back here. And then we laid on the couches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That was when we were so young and carefree. And then we took pictures of each other, like, on yeah. the couches. Oh, uh, man. Okay. So, Buffy's hair has a lot more body right now. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. I don't but know I like either. it. I'm enjoying great. it. I feel like, and then when they were like, she has mom hair. I was like, she does not. She has great hair. No, she has great hair. It looks good. She looks awesome. Uh, Dawn also is looking great. Oh, I like that Dawn is going on lessons. Yeah. That, op- that opening was really cute. Once I Once we got that. done with Istanbul... Like that <laughs> was really sweet. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think if you buy a leather cord and you wrap it around your neck about seven times and then you do a dangly necklace below it? And that dangly necklace is some kind of shell. Yes. That's cut into the shape of some kind of like ninja star. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, she can use it as a weapon, I guess. Um, I think it's a look. <laughs> I mean, the lariat thing I think was definitely a thing of where you sure. have a short necklace and a long necklace. I did that, that all connect. the time. Yeah. I like it better when they're two different necklaces. Yes. Uh, this is more like it looks like you were wrapping something around your neck and you ran out of road. It does. It also looks like you have this little shell ninja star and uh-huh. you're like, I don't want to lose this. <laughs> I can't put it in my pocket. All I have is this really long cord and I have no scissors. So I'm just going to wrap it around my neck a thousand times. I feel like she should have used his belt. Oh my god! It would be a little belt buckle. How cute! <laughs> <laughs> but here's another thing that so in this episode, which I'm kind of on everybody else's team at this point, when they're all annoyed at Buffy for her yeah. not having told anyone she saw Spike in the basement. Yeah, it was not very cool of her. It's just it's just a, a you know a, another thing in the line of Buffy thinks no one else can handle anything but her. Yeah, I feel like she needs to have a person that she trusts. Because Willow's not here right now. Willow's not here. Giles isn't here. You need yeah. a person. And Spike could be a threat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know who she should have told. Well, because especially, like, the last thing he did was try to attack her. Mm-hmm. And then now came back, has been gone. Yeah. Is back and seems to be, like, is not fully present and is not lucid. So something is wrong. Yeah. So and she's dangerous. not telling anyone. Yeah. I think there's also like from like the real world element of it too. Like you probably if say you have this friend mm-hmm. and he has this really long term relationship and it ends and like two days later his girlfriend sleeps with some guy and then that guy leaves town and then that guy comes back to town. You don't want your friend to run into that guy. Yes. <laughs> so like even on like the most basic level just like yeah. giving Xander a heads up. Yeah. So that he's not completely flat footed. If he sees Spike. Also, like, okay, imagine you're friends with Buffy. Yeah. Buffy has... Uh, every day, all day. That's okay, all, all day. 
Um, she's just been attacked by a man and he leaves. He is an abusive person. Yes. He leaves, comes back, and she's seeing him secretly. Like, that that person is in, like, well, then you don't victim blame, right? You're like, okay, I need to help you because yeah. you are in. You're not extra. You're in the, like, battered women's yeah. cycle thing. Yeah, you need to get out. Exactly. Break the cycle. Yes, and with him, there's these, extraneous things and i guess that's what it is it's like i want to have more empathy for him but that whole middle part of beneath you i'm just like you are being such a jerk Mm -hmm. go back to being crazy like if you're mentally ill i can have a lot more empathy for you Mm -hmm. than you being mean and punching my friends also like (laughs) i'm still friends with them right yeah you're still still in that um also like i i guess the only way i really can feel okay about spike coming back is ignoring the real life analog yeah and just and being like okay he is a new like just like how angel is not angelus yes this person is not spike so now this is a new character no it's really hard though i you're right and it's true in a long-term way but with angel and this is part of how angel is he's a broody mick gilterson Mm -hmm. so he walks around being like you shouldn't love me I'm so broken. Yeah. So it's easier to be like, oh, no, I do love you, even though you're broken, versus like, oh, no, um, that was a different guy. I'm not really going to apologize for that guy because that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Like, it sucks what I did. Like, for real. Like, you mm-hmm. have a right to be mad, but I'm over it. <laughs> like, also, yeah. that's a much harder, like, even though, bottom line, you, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's much harder. If, like, you want him to be, like, you want him to be more upset than her. And also, I think it is, like, the way that, if we're thinking about him as William, yes, deals with things like mm-hmm. Sp- Spike and Angelus are very different vampires, yes. and a- Angel and William are very different people. Yes, whereas like you know he- William is like desperate and like needy mm-hmm. and um n- not r- doesn't do the whole like outwardly speaking to the world as like. I'm a guilty guy. Yeah. He's more of a like, like whatever, like yeah. kind of punky boy. Yeah. So I don't doubt that he's not feeling, I mean, obviously he is uh-huh. feeling feelings of guilt. Oh my God. Because he's, he's lost totally his mind. Is. He's lost his entire mind because of guilt, <laughs> both about Buffy and about everything else. Mm-hmm. He's gone crazy. Yeah. I'll I'll give it to this episode. I don't want to see this guy anymore. The guy, blue shirt guy was not my, I just don't want Mr. Blue shirt. Mr. Blue shirt was just, I don't, I don't want to watch a show where he's a recurring character. Mm-hmm. Unless he's the villain and we beat him up every episode. If we beat him up every episode. Yeah. Like great. he shows up and. <laughs> or oh, like. And Anya just punches him in the head. Uh-huh. Oh, or it's like that's it. the cost of him working with them on missions. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, this is what it is. And so <laughs> everyone gets a chance to punch him. And it'd be like, amazing. Okay. Xander would love it. It would be amazing. And like, okay, now you can help us. Yeah. Okay. So that's how I think. Okay. So yeah. I think I can reconcile this as being. It's going to be hard because I'm going to keep thinking of like, what is this show saying yeah. about real life stuff because that's what this show does i know and then even the and that also because the attempted rape wasn't metaphorical no it was we real we can't even bend that to be met like that was a literal yeah. thing that happened if it was a metaphorical thing then we could be like maybe it's not representing mm-hmm. that but no yeah and that too where i'm like okay fine like you can tell me all you want like no but like it's magic and like he's a vampire and uh he's a different person now and i'm like yes but like so much of the show is a metaphor for mm-hmm. real life. I can't just lift it for this one thing. Yeah. And you can't expect me to. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But again, <laughs> where we ended things at the end of Beneath You, I'm all for him being 
super guilty, consumed with it, completely babbling, oh. totally insane. Yeah. Oh, I'll I'll watch that. Popcorn. And, and see, this is the thing too. Angel would never be so tacky. So as to drape himself okay. over a cross. No matter soul or no soul, Spike loves the drama. Spike loves it. Spike <laughs> loves it. And so Spike is all about like, so first of all, he has to, he wants to like meet Buffy and be crazy in a room. He's like, I'm going to yeah. choose a room with a big old cross. Of course. Great. He goes to a freaking church. Yeah. He's like, oh, so sacrilegious. Look at me walking in here. He's like, I'm a, are you thinking about that? Good. Because I'm about to do something even more crazy. So then he... And then he takes off his shirt. Well, he because he's losing his mind. He's like, yeah, service yeah. the girl, service the girl. Which that whole thing. Oh, my oh God. Yeah. Talk about like getting into like his deepest like insecurities and neuroses. He is filled with toxic masculinity. I know. He can't help it. He cannot help it. Um, And then he like hangs his arms over yes. like the arms of a cross. And then the image that we see is from his back with the steam yeah. rising. He's literally, like, self-flagellating on a cross, which is just so, like, Buffy's standing there crying. I'm standing there rolling my eyes. I'm like, Spike. Here's the thing. I've seen it before. So yeah. I knew it was coming. Like, I didn't think it was, I honestly didn't remember that we see him in the first episode. I thought we got through the first episode. Like, I remembered the end of the first episode, but mm-hmm. I didn't, I forgot that Buffy sees him. So, like, I thought the first time she saw him, whatever, I just misremembered, was him on the cross, like, mm-hmm. that scene. But, yeah, so you can't forget that image. That image is just, mm-hmm. like... But the first time I saw it, it was effective. Yeah. I was like, oh. But it's also true about um, when Angel and Buffy dance in the first season and mm-hmm. her cross burns him. Yeah. And they have that moment of like, oh. Yeah. I guess oh. We, oh. I yeah. guess this is a metaphor for our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> like, which the first time I saw it, I was like, oh. And now I'm just like, oh, geez, Louise. Yeah. I think it's that we're more cynical. Yeah. We're grownups. Yeah. And that, of course, the imagery doesn't hit you as hard the second time of course but i mean spike thinks he's nailing it he's like oh i'm so dramatic i'm so dramatic and he's like do you think she's gonna approach me i hope she does and then i can push her away because i'm so broken we forgot to mention that the last specter that appears to him in lessons oh right is is buffy Buffy. i forgot yeah oh it's so good (sighs) see there's things that are really good yeah um yeah, there's a lot to like about these two episodes and what they say yeah. about where we're going. And even some of it is Spike stuff. That's the thing. Like, yeah. Some of it is. Oh, but then, oh, I I laughed out loud when, so Spike, like, punches Anya and you're like, ugh, gross. Yeah. And Nancy's like, these people yeah. hang out with a dude that would punch a girl in the face. I'm leaving. <laughs> She's like, I'm Audi 5000. Yeah, and she <laughs> runs away and climbs up a fire escape. <laughs> Which is a really smart move. No, absolutely. Get away from the ground. It didn't work for her. It did not work. But it was like, good job. Yeah, I mean, good thinking. Good thinking. If you were better trained, you would have nailed it. But yeah, if you were Buffy, it would have been perfect. But you're just Nancy. <laughs> you're just Nancy. Um, uh, uh, and in that scene, Anya's dress is beautiful. It's like Peter Pan collar, floral. Yes. It looks great. Yeah. No, Anya is nailing it. Oh, best dressed. Um, best dressed 100%. I'm torn about the scene where Willow is like dithering whether she's going to come home. Because I think I like the idea of it. When when Giles is like, tell me what your fears are. And mm-hmm. she says a bunch of fears. All of them are legitimate fears mm-hmm. that maybe are signs she should not return to Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but really, you're scared your friends will reject you. And it's like, yeah. maybe. But also remember, she said all those other things. Yeah. That those she are may real. Like, completely get consumed by. Uh-huh. And do yeah. evil things because she's murdered people now. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but maybe, you know what, though? Maybe he has like seen her 
because we haven't seen her growth over the summer. No. So maybe he's seen all that and he knows that those are like not really things that are going to happen with her because yeah, he, he knows. And so he's, yeah. And so he's like, yeah, yeah, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Okay. You're afraid. Because like we haven't been there. Like the yeah. last we saw of her, she was flaying a guy. She was insane. Yeah. She was trying to literally end the world. Yeah. She was trying to end the war, the entire everything. Yeah. Um. So for me, it was a little, I was like, no, nah, but that stuff. <laughs> but maybe Giles has like I don't know. They've, You're right. Giles they've... wouldn't send her back if he thought she was in danger, and she thinks that the Hellmouth is going to devour everything. Mm-hmm. She's seen it with her eyes. Yeah, and she screamed. Yeah, she laid on the ground. She was very in pain. Mm-hmm. So, so she's she, on, yeah, she's on her way home, which I'm happy for. Yeah, I'm excited back. to see her back, and I'm excited to see more Giles because I love that man. I love him too. It was good to see him. Good to spend some time. Some mm-hmm. QT. I think I'm glad that we had two episodes at least of the new stasis before Willow comes back because I think it lets us kind of understand where Don and Buffy and Xander are mm-hmm. and Anya too, like what their life is mm-hmm. because they have reached, they're not broken by the events of the end of season six. Mm-hmm. Whereas like they could be. Yeah. They could have been. Yeah. Do they even mention Willow? No, I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't think so. Yikes. (laughs) Buffy's having dreams where it's like it devours from beneath. That's right. And so she knows the line from beneath you it devours. Yeah. And then Spike says it to her. Uh Uh-huh. So now she knows like something is up because she never told him that. Dude, the way that he delivers that line while pointing down like this, like it looks so disturbing. Yeah. No, his performance, like he is... Amazing in these episodes. He's so good. He's very good. And it also, it reminded me of, because I feel like the writing is very similar to how they wrote Tara when her mind got scrambled. Mm-hmm. But the performance is so good. He really nails it. It makes, because like when Tara was doing it, we were like, this writing is horrible. Mm-hmm. Poor Amber Benson. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, well, Amber, if you would. Had- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should have had him direct the episode with her. If only they had known in two years he would do such a good job with crazy dialogue. Yeah. 2020 hindsight. Yeah. Because it's like, it's just as like, because the dialogue itself is not, or the monologue or whatever. It's not. Like, it's just by babble. It's just babble. I mean, it's babble that has like meaning. meaning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just babble. But yeah. he sells it. Yeah, he really does. He does a great job. Uh, actually, in that same article that I was referencing previous, or like previous episodes, uh, which was the inter- the in- interview with him, mm-hmm. uh, he like said that the first time they shot it, that scene with mm-hmm. the laying on the cross, <laughs> they were like, mm, you're really overacting. Oh, no. And so this was like, yeah, like, he said they're like, down. it's not supposed to be so campy. And he's like, ah, oh, I see, I see, I see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for the note. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it was, makes you want to see that version. I know. And I mean, like, oh, ah! mother. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, climbs onto, like, sitting on the cross. He's like, oh. He, he rides it like a cowboy. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Um, yeah. So that's a, it's a pretty disturbing image to end the episode on. Yeah. Just her sad face. But I mean, this is another likely to be very dark season um, because the show's it's definitely on a trajectory. It's not like I don't think we're going to just have a bunch of like fun times season two silliness, which I remember like this season seven 
being one of the ones where I missed seasons one and two the most. Yeah. Well, I think being in the high school doesn't help. It really doesn't. Because then you're like, oh, this is... And, and that, another thing that made me really miss uh, the old school was when they were like, the Hellmouth used to be under the library. Yeah. It's now under the principal's office. And it's like, oh, man, I didn't... I really didn't miss the library as much as I do right now when you're telling me it's yeah. definitely not there anymore. Yep. Well, and we don't even get to go to the magic shop in these episodes. Sucks. So, like, we don't have... They are, like, hanging out at Buffy's house. Yeah. Which they're going to... And I don't think this is a spoiler. They're going to be doing a lot more of. Yeah. Whereas, because, like, the magic shop had a library vibe. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were so many books. There were a lot of books. They really... They leaned hard on the books at the magic shop. Yeah. There probably It was been mostly books. books. <laughs> there were so many books. It should have been, like, a bookstore and curio shop. Yeah. They were <laughs> honest about what they saw. Can you imagine you went in there for, like, magic stuff, and you're like, these are all books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be so uh, happy. I was... uh at this plaza that had like a very specific this like shopping plaza that had a very specific vibe which was like very like small town like everything spelled like shoppy mm-hmm. and there was a vape shoppy <laughs> no did you take a picture no kelly i know sorry vape shop you could have gone viral i could have gone viral i could have tweeted that you could have tweeted it and then sent it also to your instagram <laughs> link my instagram and twitter um, you could have been you could have been somebody oh, on Twitter. That's okay. I'll wait. I'll go back. <laughs> go oh. back to the vape shoppy. Vape shoppy. Um, we could go with guest uh, Colin J. Morris. Oh yeah, our vape boy. Were you there at dinner last night when we we of course uh, we were with Colin, so we hung out until nine p.m. What? Where'd you guys go? Same place? You yeah, stayed there? we just sat at that place and we didn't even order any new things because After you got t- two free plates. Well, here's the thing. No one else was on the patio. Okay. And there was like an empty table that never got filled okay, next great. to us. But still. 9 p.m.? Yeah. What time did you and Michael leave? Seven. Yeah. So we stayed for another two hours just talking. Oh, my God. It was a long time. But it was fine. I mean, it is a situation where in a normal world I would order a beer. But we're doing Soba September. I know. Um, but, oh, we discovered that in Colin's name is the name Jay Moore. Jay Moore. Like Colin J. Morris. Uh-huh. Jay Moore is inside his name. What's Jay Moore? It's sorry. Jay Moore is an uh an actor. He was also on Saturday Night Live. Oh Looking Kelly. It up. You'd Looking recognize his face. It up. Is it J A Y? Uh-huh. M O H R. So we decided Colin is now gonna be called Jay Moore by us. Oh, I know who that yeah. is. And then guess what? What? In Patrick's name is Rick James. Really? <laughs> Oh, man, you guys had a productive night. <laughs> well, it was really funny because Patrick was like, oh, I don't have one. And then his girlfriend was like trying to make one. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, this isn't working. And then I was like, what's your middle name? Because we had gotten to Rick. We were like, okay, Rick is the key. Yeah. And I was like, well, what's your middle name? And he's like, James. And I was like, Rick yeah. James? <laughs> That's bitch. <it. laughs> hey, I held that in. <laughs> you- I think my eyebrows said bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like aggressive raising. Like, it's Rick James. <laughs> Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> um, that's funny. Yeah, um, I don't have one. I can't believe that he didn't think he had one. Especially well, since like, you knew it was Rick. And then he knows his middle name in his head. Well, and then he said it. And we're like, yeah, that's a, <laughs> you that do is one. one. I think maybe he was trying to have someone from Saturday Night Live. I don't know. Maybe he was in that mindset. You see my comedians? I don't know, man. <laughs> it was funny. It's funny that two of our friends have. Yeah, I don't have one. Mm-mm. You don't have one? No. Well, it's okay. We have other things. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I think I need to I need to change my name. <laughs> okay. I'll go with you. <laughs> Ryan Buffy Summers. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Ryan Buffy Summers. <laughs> You're like, guys, I have one. Can you guess what it is? <laughs> All I had to do is change my middle and last name. Oh, my God. Uh, do we have anything else to say about these episodes? I don't think so. These I mean, we're, we're starting a new season. We kind of have gotten a few little tidbits of maybe what is going on mm-hmm. in that we have women running and getting killed. Mm-hmm. We have something that seems to something that can talk to mentally ill people mm-hmm. or crazy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the word? Like, like mentally disturbed people. Right. But also like he's a demon. So he's like also magic. That's true. So like there's some kind of like weird magic thing. So that has can take the face. It's also weird to take the face to Spike because Spike wasn't there for all these people. He doesn't even know some of them. Yeah, I guess he met the master. Yes, he was mean to the master. He was not nice. And the then the mayor, he wasn't around for season three unless they like met at the mall. <laughs> they might have met at the mall. Uh, was he not around at all in season three? No, he was gone in season three. That's he's crazy. Season two, he's there. Season three is not. Season four, he's there because of the yeah, initiative. Yeah, he shows up. Because he's back. And then he tries to kill Willow and he can't. <laughs> His performance anxiety. I love it. Well, a chip. <laughs> but it's in her being like, you know, it happens to a lot of vampires. <laughs> oh my God, we were so much more innocent then. I know. Sweet baby Willow. Um, Willow is on her way to come back. Yes. Uh, the, there's a new school, new principal. Yep. Dawn has friends. Buffy has a job Buffy at the school. Buffy is a social worker at a school. With uh, a cubicle. So if kids come to talk to her everyone can hear yeah it's a super open you can't close the door which i don't think that would encourage me to go talk to her i wouldn't <laughs> i mean i probably wouldn't anyway I didn't, that wasn't really my bag but yeah no i cubicle it's like some. it's like sitting in the front office and having a converse a personal conversation mm-hmm. when they even literally like she and principal wood are talking in her cubicle and then they both turn and see someone walking from the front door so it's like <laughs> someone at the front door can hear your conversation um, but Principal Wood is charming and but kind of weird, kind of weird, and like, mm, what's his deal? I don't know. I think that the idea that like, what would Buffy's file really say? Oh yeah, he, he looked claims, at her file. Yeah, he claims she has this like big thick file, and I believe her one from LA is really big and thick. Yeah, but what would her? Because Snyder wouldn't put real things in her file. No, because he's trying to pretend like. So maybe he just happening. said that like a disturbance. She was being uh, maybe like her detentions, mm-hmm. but like here's the part to me, and this is why I find Principal Wood suspicious. Mm-hmm. He says, "Buffy, I've heard of you." Mm-hmm. When he just meets her, yeah, it's not like after they first met, he went and looked up her file because like right. he wanted to know more about her. No, no, no. He'd heard of Buffy mm-hmm. before he started work before his first day of school. And who did he hear about her from? Because he doesn't say anything. everyone's fucking dead. Yeah. Well, good question. These are the questions. Yeah. How do you know about Buffy? Yeah. And usually when someone knows about Buffy, it's because of nefarious reasons. Yeah. Or because they've heard of the slight. Like, yeah. It so like they like, know about. They know about Buffy. <sighs> well, we'll see. And uh, they're. Yeah. Oh, and Spike is, you know, going in and out of being insane. Insane. I am interested not i'm not so much excited but i'm more interested to see where the, this season goes yeah um i am excited for the big bad 
I love this like mystery that it's presented. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see more. Cool. So next week we will talk about Helder and Broody, but then the week after that, we will be back with Hellmouthy with the episodes Same Time, Same Place and Help. So if you are uh watching Angel with us, you will watch The House Always Wins and Slouching Toward Bethlehem. Great. Yay. These are some good apps coming up. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for listening, you guys. Uh, if you want to help us out, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter, we are at Hellmouthy. I am on both at Kelly Nuji. Ryan is on both at Armogi. Uh, you can watch us do a very, I'm like, I've been looking forward to this all week. Oh God, it's the best part of my week. Um, well, it's like a best. Aside from recording this yes. podcast. Uh, we do on Tuesday nights at 8.30 Pacific time. Um, we do on Hyper RPG, a Buffy RPG. Yeah. It's a live stream role playing game. Kelly plays a young woman who is uh, has a demon inside her. Possessed by an etherous demon. And Ryan plays a all-star athlete who is captain of so many teams because everyone keeps dying. Yes. Um, and we go on adventures. And it's really fun. It is a really fun time. Um, you can find it on twitch.tv slash hyper RPG. And um, you can watch along with us live and influence the game yeah um through donations and basically if you like telling us what to do great place yeah. to do if it if while you listen to this podcast you're always like oh i wish i could tell these girls what to do do it on in now there you can. um and we'd just love to hear from you if you just want to pop in the chat that would be great oh yeah um and it, right now and you can access past episodes if you are a subscriber it's half off your first month of subscription it is two dollars and fifty cents for the cheapest one that ain't nothing guys yeah it's less than a cup of coffee Really Depending is. on what kind Where of you coffee go. you drink. <laughs> or you order it. And if you tip. <laughs> or if you make it at home. Um, so check that out. That is super fun. We really love doing it. So come and hang out with us. Yeah. Anything else? I think, I mean, those are the those are the highlights of my life. Uh, I think we got nothing else. All right. That, we have nothing. I guess we just have to say bye. bye.